reckon, we'll what films do you reckon Joe Rogan watches? Uh, Warrior. Yeah. 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 Rambo. Um, Here Ram- comes the yeah. boom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Keeping It Real podcast. I'm James, joined as always by Jack, Calvin and Reese. Um, so, yet again, we've been AWOL for about three weeks, so we're doing a bit of a catch-up. Uh, but then the main topic will be James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Um, so, Reese, do you want to start? You uh, binged all three Fear Street movies on Netflix. I, I have did, no yeah. idea what these are about. So um, give a little synopsis and then what you thought. Uh, basically, they're a film about there's this town called Shadyside. And <laughs> I wouldn't live there. No. It just sounds <laughs> and bad. It's next to it, its rival town is called like Sunnyvale or something like that. It's very like, you know. I'd go there. Night, <laughs> night Why would you live in Shadyside <laughs> yeah. if Sunnyvale's next yeah. door? And to be fair, every... though, I reckon Shadyside's really cheap. Probably yeah. is, yeah. Uh, and every few years or so, people go mad and start murdering people. <laughs> it turns out there's a, a curse on this town and there's a witch. And it's basically the three films take part in different years and it's all about getting to the bottom of how this curse started. And I can't remember the years they're set. It's like 1994. Yeah. And then... In, is it like 18 something and then is it like 16 no it's not it's not eight it's like the 70s or the 60s and then it jumps back right okay. like 1777 or something so and are the, are the townspeople aware of the curse yeah yeah they're all aware of the curse then why and, and, and they know it they know it happens every few years so why do they live there i say i say few years it's like there's no like Correspondence for the years, it just kind of randomly it's, happens. It's not like Pennywise showing up every 20 No, no, it's no. Random. It's they're, they're random years. And oh. like it's written or based on. It's an R.L. Stein uh, book, isn't so it? So by R.L. Stein. Yeah. yeah. So it's, a, it's like a, it's a solid story. They don't do anything like really new with it, apart from like in the last one is really good because they use all the characters from the first two films as characters in. So they kind of do like an American horror story and have the characters playing different people. Um, but no, they don't do anything like spectacularly new with it. But it's, it's a good story. It's interesting. I was interested in all three, you know, the stories enough to kind of keep you there with it mm. and makes you want to get to the conclusion of it. It's a pretty good twist at the end, I thought. Uh, I don't want to spoil too much. Can't watch it now. <laughs> no, just be must be waiting yeah, the whole time. Expecting a fruit twist. Um, why? So, you know, I mean, if people continue to live there, if there's like these things that happen every so on or so forth, I just oh, that's why I, I can't. Right, I, I think I said no, you need to get. I don't, think, I don't think everyone. This, this I don't think everyone is. The Sunnyville have a curse. No, no, that's that no, is. They, they that have... comes to you. Find out why in the film. Their curse is. Yeah, their um, curse is great schooling. And just like low, <laughs> low interest rates. No, I, I say everyone. An actual healthcare about, system. Everyone is aware <laughs> of the story of the witch, uh, Sarah, something. But oh, yeah. not everyone is like on board with the curse. And everyone was like, yeah, this curse is 100% real. Because they keep explaining it as like, you know, this kid was addicted to drugs. This kid was like, he had a mental health issue, and because Sunnyside's like, because Shadyville is really rough anyway, 
everyone's like, that's just what Shady Mills like. They're just a bunch of murderers and drug addicts. Why would anyone choose to live there? Sunnyside yeah. sounds like the egg capital of the US. Sunnyside. <laughs> I think it's Sunnyville. Is it Sunnyvale, it? yeah, Sunnyvale. Shadyside and Sunnyvale, I think they're called. Uh, that's really creative. I've got to mix names. It's good. Yeah, sorry, it's one of those yeah. classic ones where it's like, let's get a bunch of 26 year olds to play 16 year olds. Uh, but they do a pretty good job. You know. How many is Maya Hawk in? Oh, she is in probably about three and a half minutes of the first one. Is oh. she is she good? She, she's good in it. She's she essentially like... the same character as Stranger Things. <laughs> like who doesn't need more Robin? Yeah. I I, no, like, I thought she was like the main character. So I was like, oh no, yeah, no. I'll watch it for Maya Hawk. And oh right, okay. Then. Sadie Sink is very good in the sec one and the third one. Is she also from Stranger She's Things? She's also Stranger Things. She is She's Billy's um, sister. Yeah. Oh great. Um, and yeah, the, the cast is pretty good. They're pretty solid. They're good stories. I reckon people should watch it. I think people will enjoy it. If you were if you were to rate the whole trilogy out of five. Um, I'm trying to think because the second one, the second one does take a bit of a, a dip. Right. You got to take that yes. into account. Yeah. So I will, dip has to factor in. Yeah, I'll give it a, I'll give it a three and a half. Because the okay. second one, yeah, does take a bit of a dip. Okay. I, I, Calv, as soon as this is over, I'm going to make you watch all three of them to see how you, you defer. I reckon Carl would be like be the man who wrote like, goosebumps. I'll be right. Carl would watch it and be like, "It's a one." <laughs> um, what shall I talk about? Old next? No one else saw old, did they? No. The oh, new yeah, um, no. M Night Shyamalan oh, yeah. movie. Uh, yeah, I won't. I won't talk about spoilers, obviously. Uh, but we all know the premise, don't we? Uh, this family goes to a beach and they start to age. Quicker than normal. Let's just say that. Quicker than normal. Um, this... I, I really... Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just warning you about, uh, about yeah. the sun. Uh, yeah, I really wanted to like this. I really wanted to like it. Just so I could be like, fuck you, John Barrowman. <laughs> fuck I was you. About to say, I was about to say, like, is it really like... Is it Barrowman? It's not, I've, heard, I've heard it's, it's bad, not but is it Barrowman shite. bad? It's not, as he kept putting it, shite. It's it's entertaining in its own M Night way, um, you know. I think we go to his movies now with a with a certain mindset, don't we? Of he's he's doing his own thing. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. And I say about half of this works. I think conceptually, it's a very good idea, and it it just it does just falter in the execution. Because um, it's got that classic, awful M Night Shyamalan dialogue, which I'm like, this is not how people talk to each other. Has M Night ever had a conversation with anyone? <laughs> because these movies, I'm just like, that you clearly don't know how two humans interact. <laughs> but it is quite funny in its own way. Um, I mean, his first name unintentionally is M. maybe. His first name is M. <laughs> his first name is M. So I feel, I feel like yeah. <laughs> I feel like if someone calls you M, you probably don't know how to have a conversation with someone. I'm sure it's, it's more of a... No, it's M. Google it. His, his first name's actually M. It, I think it's it an initial. 
Um, yeah, the performances are just unintentionally funny. Um, Alex Wolf is the standout uh, from Hereditary, and he he is the same one in Jumanji, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, uh, entertaining in its own way. The ending is atrocious. So he just gets over-explained and it, you could have easily cut off about 10 minutes off the end. Um, yeah, but I, I, I'd probably give it a 2.5 out of 5. Because I'd, I'd say I, I enjoyed about half. Yeah. Didn't you say that all the all the characters in it are like exactly what they what you need for the exact situation they're in like one of them's like a bone doctor i'll that i don't <laughs> want to spoil them's... anything but that is purposeful that is but like <laughs> yeah it's just whenever someone says something they'll be like but i'm a doctor and then someone else will be like i'm a i, I study bones in a museum and they'll bring it up each about six times i'm like yes i understand you're I'm a doctor yeah, it's just people just over <laughs> just too much exposition and yeah, it's clunky, but uh it's kind of funny. Uh M yeah, Knights, so. the M stands for Malcolm. It stands for Malcolm. Malcolm. No, that's that's not true. Oh <laughs> it's you like re- you, actually, you actually have no. me then. It's short for M Malcolm. Is short for M, but spelt E M. That's yeah. just his first name. I imagine that was his name, Malcolm Knight Shaman. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's, I don't know how to say it. I'm going to butcher it. Menage, M-A-N-O-J. Menage. Menage. Yeah. Malcolm. Right. Um, and if you're watching, let us know. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure he is. Drop uh, in the comments. Tweet us at Keeping Real UK. But yeah, so the, the, moral of, the moral of that review was fuck John Barrowman. What a, what a prick. Yeah, he came off really badly like that. And I don't know if he got any like... Has he apologised? Because he got a lot of shit for it. Yeah, but he's gone off the rails recently. Does he even have a following anyway? Yeah. He got cancelled a a few weeks back for getting his dick out on the set of Doctor Who or whatever. And he's barely apologised for that. He's not going to apologise for screaming at a minimum wage. Imagine having that much money. He's a millionaire and he went and asked for his money back. Also, he did a film called Shark Attack 3. Honestly, I reckon I reckon he I reckon he auditioned for an M Night Shyamalan movie, didn't get it, and he's just being bitter. He was supposed he was, to be. He wanted to be Mister Glass in the Sixth Sense. Um, he wanted to be Mister Glass. He wanted to. This was after Unbreakable as well. Yeah, he wanted to be Mister Glass. Like, no, no, I think I should be in Glass. <laughs> yeah, he saw what what Samuel Jackson did with it, and he's like, I reckon I can do better. He's doing the wrong. T- I can. I've got this. Yeah. Um. Right. So before we get into Suicide Squad, I feel like we. We need to talk about Space Jam: A New Legacy, um, briefly or or whatever. But I think we just need—I just need to get it off my chest. I've not talked to many people about Space Jam too, and um, this—I watched this with Reese. Calvin, did you watch this? Yeah, yeah. Um, Sadly, I know you did, Jack. Uh, yeah, this um, this really just took the energy right out of me. This really just sucked my soul. This I've I've never watched a movie that was just so, you know, obviously a product, and there was I I couldn't even get you know get a sense of any artistry behind this film. It was abysmal, and I adore the first Space Jam movie. I love it. I've probably seen it more than most movies, but fuck me, what a train wreck! I fell asleep for about fifteen minutes in the middle. 
everyone was 2D and then I woke up and they were all 3D. I was like, I don't know what's happening. You missed the best 15 minutes, mate. I was hoping when I woke up, there'd be about 20 minutes left because they were in the they were in the basketball game. That went on yeah. for about 50 that minutes. That basketball game is longer oh. than actual basketball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even I've play basketball, basketball for most of it. Oh, yeah, they did during play the Olympics. And the Olympic basketball games go much faster than that space <laughs> basketball game did. It was terrible, and it just kept going. Why is this movie two hours long? <laughs> yeah, it had, it had no right to be. Basically, I'm sure 90 th- minutes. The only thing as well, like, there's there's no motivation behind what anyone's doing. Like, there's no point of the Looney Tunes even being in it. No. Like, the first film had all the, like, Danny did the little alien Danny DeVito plays. Like, like that works. Like, the sort of hungry capitalist guy who needs, like, more attractions for his favorite yeah, yeah, yeah. amusement park. That they works. Right? And Michael they, Jordan and, into yeah, that they, world because they yeah, needed it. Yeah. It doesn't make sense that Warner Brothers algorithm. Ugh, I don't know. I don't know what he wanted. Why is Don Cheadle in this? I didn't even know what he wanted by the end. No, neither. It was just the way of Warner Bros. to be like, look at all the stuff we own. It was, it, yeah, yeah it was ready play All the stuff again. we do. But and I was worse. just like, I, I said the point, I was actually laughing. You know, like a world where like actual celebrities exist, like LeBron James is playing LeBron James. Yeah. I always, I'm always like, I always actually laugh when some of them are celebrities, but some of them aren't. So if I was LeBron James, I'd have been in that place and I'd have been like, why does this AI look exactly like Don Cheadle? They could have done something with that as well. Like, and why is... It could have been like, know, have, you, have you seen that The Last Action Hero? Yeah. Like that, like Arnold Schwarzenegger exists within the world that, the character also exists. Yeah, yeah. And they pull him out. Yeah. They could have. They could have showed like, oh look, this guy, this algorithm's just trying to look like oh, Don Cheadle. It was his favorite actor. Added onto the runtime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I can't think of like. A... Well, it's because they did that whole stupid bit when the Looney Tunes weren't where they were, and all it served was is they go round to different references to find yeah. them. Look at all the did, IP we've got. You know the bit <clears> with the. Jack will agree. The bit with Foghorn Leghorn where he's on the dragon was funny, but that was it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was it yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember that. I he, he shouts like like you know he do it, Jack. I can't remember what he shouts, but he's like he sounds like I'll say it, I'll say it. <laughs> yeah. Classic. He says like winter is coming, but like that. Like, I, I say winter. Winter is winter coming. Is coming. <laughs> um, yeah, but it then you're like, like you've got you've got Roadrunner and like Mad Max. I'm like, this is for kids. Yeah, kids aren't, yeah, yeah. Kids aren't kids are gonna look at that and be like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. What am I watching? What I just can't what? think of a single good thing to say about this film. I oh no, um when Porky Pig was notorious PIG. That was funny. No, it was that was awful. That was comedy. The bit with Lola Bunny was pretty cool in the, <laughs> in the Wonder Woman. But that was cool. You'd call that cool, Reese. It was like it was like a nice little bit to be like, ah, oh, look how I was she's really good so at this. Fucking bored. Really good at obstacle I, courses. This film pissed me off for two reasons, right? The first reason was it was a terrible film. The second reason was, <laughs> right? If you're a parent, do not let your two kids go see a film on their own. Because those two little twats that were sat two rows in front of us who started fighting each other halfway through the film. I think it was asleep at this point. They just started proper, like, slapping each other and kicking <laughs> each other halfway through the film. And I was like, who let these two out? 
There was also a guy at the be- uh, right at the front of our screen. Ah, he was like a legend. Ten minutes from the end, just went. <laughs> it was the loudest yawn I've ever heard. In my they'd life. say something. They'd say something yeah, on the screen, too, man. and I would hear him repeating it back to himself down the front row. Tanny's own. And I was just like, this guy is loving this film. I think. I don't think he was. I, <laughs> I think he's the exact tell. opposite. Um, yeah. What, uh, what I hated the most about this on. film was so who were the. It was what was it? The Goon Squad. The Goon the Squad, because he yeah. rhymes so, with Toon Squad. So they, those like monsters, whatever they are, like whoever they're playing, yeah, they look like they were designed by a child who was like, you know, he's the child who's like born in the wrong time, like he goes to school wearing a suit, like an old child. You know what I mean? No, <laughs> I don't know where you're going with this. I, I really don't idea. know what you mean. <laughs> you know one of those kids. You know one of those kids who's like. 10 years old and like you have a conversation with him and you're like you should you sound like a 50 year old man okay yeah it sounds like it was given to one of those kids and they were like design things that kids like and he was like oh okay then and he was trying to just like make it up they were all so, fucking shit spiders yeah what was it wet fire or water fire yeah, yeah he, 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 he didn't fire, use fi- he used fire like zero times yeah and then, and then you out, of, out of nowhere, they bring out fucking what was his name, Chronos. You can what was that about? That felt uh, like it was supposed to be a big reveal. Fuck me, I yeah. forgot about that. They should have brought. Oh, out, can we? No, if we're going to talk about these, we need to. T- I nearly forgot about CGI Don Cheadle. Yeah, no, that what was what the fuck? They hulked him up, and I couldn't stop laughing. I was like, I don't think I'm meant really to be laughing bizarre. this much. They also CGI like. Don it'd be Cheadle. good if you ran in and says War Machine coming at you. That'd be good. Uh, if it was Disney, I'm sure they would have. They would have brought me back around. To a five <laughs> out of five. I also love that they kind of <laughs> Iron Man Bugs Bunny. Where well, he was like, "I'll make this massive sacrifice oh, right. to save everyone." Oh, and then I'll come. But back then they anyway. didn't follow. But through then he just it. came he back. Just ended up in the real world. Somehow. I mean, also, if, if I was the Bron James, they killed off Bugs Bunny. <laughs> if I was the Bron James, right? If my kid had made a game that somehow ended up to thousands of people almost being trapped in a virtual world. I wouldn't be like, hey, go do more of that. Yeah. I'd be like, you're, you're a cyber terrorist. Like, you're absolutely playing basketball now. That's all you're doing. You're not <laughs> was, and, don't give this kid a laptop. Yeah, you're getting what was Ron Cheadle's goal again? What did he I, want? Don't, I don't remember. He, just to be respected, wouldn't it? To, to people to acknowledge his work. I think he wanted... Well, he could have actually oh. did something then and not... He made a little basketball game. Uh, yeah, I don't know yeah, why like, it all it, why why it came back to basketball. Also, yeah, why would you challenge if I was if I was going to challenge LeBron James to something, it wouldn't be basketball. It would be something that I think I could win. Or the Looney Tunes, they've won in the past. Yeah, they have yeah. experience. Yeah. They're what they're one for one. But like <laughs> LeBron James, you know, if if I wanted to challenge LeBron James to something, it wouldn't be a sport. No. It, like because <laughs> He's, he's athletic enough to probably beat me in any sport. I would, I don't know what I, I it wouldn't be that. Why wouldn't I you also, just, you know? I also think technology is it like it. This film, like, if there was going to be a sequel to Space Jam, it should have come out like a few years after the first one because, oh, yeah, back then, like, that was like a real like technical achievement because it was like in the era when they were starting to do that sort of animation and live action. Hmm. 
and the whole scene where like they go to Michael Jordan's house, which clearly is in his house. <laughs> I've seen <laughs> the last dance. He has he has terrible yeah. taste in furniture. Uh, yeah, like that scene where they're walking through the house at Bugs Bunny and Daffy is like was like groundbreaking. Yeah. And then to go to like and now like thirty years later, they just make them three. Like it it doesn't feel special anymore. Well, no, Looney Tunes yeah. shouldn't be three D. That's that felt like a crime. But also, like, why? What benefit did that serve? Not only to the film, like to the plot. Like, don't just so you, they could say it's, it's a modern thing. Well, yeah, like, just because it's new. Yeah, because like the way Don Shiegel's AI was acting was like, oh, watch this. It was like you, you didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, <sighs> LeBron, I um, have we all seen Trainwreck? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought LeBron was like one of the standouts in that movie. Like he, he's got really like actually good comedic timing, and I guess he is being directed by Judd Apatow as well. But like in this, you can see like he's he's fine with the comedy. It's just whenever they try and give him like any dramatic moments, I was like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. And there's too oh, many of them. Surely, if he just like talked to his kid and he was like, by the way, you've trapped thousands of people in this game what you've done is wrong, wouldn't his kid just stop? Like, his kid was just loving it. Yeah. I was like, like, why didn't he just... He'd be like, oh, by the way, this is awful. Stop. And he just didn't. Maybe, yeah. that's the, maybe that's the message of the film. He was like, fine, I'm going to have to beat him in basketball. No, communication is really important. That's what Space Jam A New Legacy was about. Talk to your kids before they... Talk to your kids before they almost kidnap a thousand strangers. <laughs> yeah, before they get convinced by an AI to kidnap thousands of people for sports. Convinced by Don Cheadle, right? Um, yeah, uh, this gets a one out of five from me. This was one of the worst things I've seen all year. Very close to the bottom of my list. Jack, uh, probably a one point five. Uh, 0.5 purely for Farquhar Leghorns announcing that winter was coming. <laughs> and there was another bit that made me laugh, and I can't remember what it was. Pro- yeah, 0.5 for every time that made me laugh. Nice. Calvin? Yeah, I'm going to give it a one. Reese? One. Ah, lovely. All in agreement. Well, Jack, you had to ruin it. Right. I say, I say, winter. I say, I say, 1.5. <laughs> <laughs> Right, a winter is coming. <laughs> uh, right, so the Suicide Squad. Um, this came out on Friday. Was this at the top of our most anticipated list, or was it like number two? And Dune was at Dune. the top. It was Dune, yeah. it was Dune it was at the top. Dune and then Suicide yeah. Squad. Uh, yeah. Um, straight off the bat, I I love this. I thought this was great. Like it was everything I uh, not expected. Because um, I was like, you know, it surprised me quite quite a lot even within the first 10 minutes. Um, but yeah, I think this is what happens when you just, you know, you give a you give a good filmmaker an IP and you just trust them with it. And I, I you know, there wasn't meant, I didn't get a lot of studio interference in this Suicide Squad, uh, like with the last one, which I rewatched last night. Dreadful, by the way, if you all forgot. Um, yeah, I really like this. Reese. Um, I don't know how I feel about this Suicide Squad. What? Um, I know, I know. I'm so I was so excited for it, and when I when it finished, I was like, "Huh, okay." Um, I like the characters. I really like the characters. 
they were really they were really well written and well acted but i just feel like the story for me just felt really disjointed at parts i know they do jump around all the time but i just feel like they would cut a really random bits and i felt like there was more other bits i wanted and for me at the end when they fight is this starro is that his name starro yeah that for me I feel like that didn't need to be in the the film because it felt like being like they just chucked him in to be like oh look now he's he's the big bad now when it could have been like he gets out and then if he was so happy in space he could have just gone back to space how not flying <laughs> starfish when he was fucking floating about in space for ages somehow. Yeah, because Everyone there's no gravity. Everyone in space. <laughs> uh, one point, he got up there I can't fly, Reese, but if I was up there, yeah. I'd probably be floating as well. Yeah, but he got, up, he got up there somehow, and he could have done it again. He might have just been born in Wrong space. There. And I just feel like... I He's from know, space. I, the whole end of it... I love the idea of Reese's star <laughs> just in space going, like, oh, this is fucking mint. <laughs> That's what he basically said. He like he said he liked being in space. So go back to space, then. Yeah, but I think he was a like. I don't think the humans would have let him because they've been held in him captive to experiment. Yeah, he's been held captive for what? What was it? Thirty years? Yeah, most of them are dead now. Are they fucking yeah, but you, no, you're not. Fuck these. I'm gonna take over that. I'm gonna take over this city. But no, like that, well, my little I, starfish. Wasn't, I wasn't sure about that bit, but lots of the bits where it was just like jumping back and forth, I was a bit like, it's cool once or twice, but when you do it all the time. Oh, yeah, the time jumps. Yeah. I Yeah, and I like, felt they maybe did that one too many and times. And, like, being like, you know, it pops up being like, meanwhile, Harley. You know? and like, yeah, that's, yeah. Like, that's yeah. cool one, once or twice, but it's not cool. It's not smart. Yeah, one of my big issues was like, those title sequences. Like, mm. the, 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 like, what are they, like, diegetic ones, the ones that are actually in the film. Yeah. Like yeah. there was too many of those, and I they were just like, oh, how can we do this creatively? Let's do fire now, a bit of metal, and then some leaves. I think it twice would have like, been fine, but yeah, it kept... it just yeah. yeah I'd rather it, it just show it. up on the show up on the screen. Possibly, I don't need like this to show that you're super creative by doing this all the time. It just sort mm. of keeps yeah. pulling me out. Felt like a gimmick. You know, it, yeah, yeah. Well, like I said the characters are really like you know, I enjoyed all the characters. Mm. I was a bit gutted that we didn't get to see more of some of them. Yeah, all you need to do was look at was look we'll at the poster that. to know which is like the main team. I think that they yeah, ruined yeah. it with but their I, marketing. I, a little I, bit. I feel like I, there was some that I wanted, definitely wanted more of. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it kind of promised to be like this super weird thing, but then a lot of like the really weird things and characters it did it either killed off or didn't go there. You know, that's what I found. Like it was yeah. weird, but it didn't it didn't really push push as far as it could have gone. It kept being like, oh no, this is a big budget Hollywood film, let's pull it back a bit. Like they're not quite ready to really like go full in. That's I, how I, I felt. I thought with like the weirdness and like, you know, and the tone and um you know, the over the top gore and the humor. I I thought that all worked. That all worked for me. And uh oh Reese, I loved Starro. I loved the visuals of him. I loved how, yeah. like, he looked like a, you know, he looked silly, but he was still, like, it sort of me... terrifying and freaky, and I really liked him. one of the most memorable parts, memorable parts of the film, and it's that woman 
who clearly only had one line, but she made the most of her line. She says something like, "We, I own this planet now or something. Oh, right, And yeah. she goes for it. <laughs> like, she gives too much energy to the line. And I was like, she took that 30 seconds of screen time. She was like, this is it. I think the only problem I had was Star really. I just felt that part a portion of the film was wrapped up a bit too quickly. I think that's maybe yeah, why I feel like maybe, maybe Reese felt like it wasn't yeah, relevant. I like feel like it, it was, was relevant, longer. But if it was yeah, longer, it was, maybe I wouldn't have felt the same. But I felt like I do feel like... I do feel the film was lacking from a sort of proper villainous presence up until that point. Yeah. And they're like army people or whatever they were, weren't doing it for me. I hated the whole sequence with Harley Quinn and just what she's doing, like meanwhile Harley, like with that I man. Really like that. I, 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 <laughs> I thought I thought it didn't work with anything that was going on. I liked like her breakout scene and stuff, that, but with that guy, the like leader of this country or whatever, I, I yeah. don't know. I just I just felt it. The tone of it was like. Just felt super strange, but not in like the way the film was going for. It felt like a really long-winded way of just getting to that monologue at the end, where she basically says the Joker's a bad man, which we already knew. Yeah, but now she's like fully over him. She needs to. She's sorting sorting herself out. Fucking need a seven a seven-minute sequence of some sort of love affair with. That man who was the worst. I, I like that because of how quickly it turns. And, you know, well, yeah, well, we're talking spoilers now anyway. When she just, when she's killed him because of one thing he says, I thought that was, I thought that was funny. And because of what we'd just seen, I felt that added to the. Yeah. I can't believe, I can't believe they burnt his birds. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I they never wanted it. to hear what birds burning alive sounded like. I feel like. Some of the moments in this film, do you know the whole marketing thing was don't get too attached uh, yeah. to like the character, but I feel like they offed all the other shit team enough to then really like I know by the end they just felt like they had to kill some of them. And the one death that I didn't agree with was Polka Dot Man dying. I just felt that bit just felt really cheap. Like fair it, enough, he yeah, got what he wanted, yeah, he was yeah. a hero, but it was just done for like a shock. It a was done for thing. shock and a laugh. Yeah, and I was, I was just like, like there's like, more. Like, do it to the characters you don't care about. But I know you like don't get it too attached. But or if he was you know, like, if you're gonna kill off one of your sim- your your most sympathetic character, have it be a moment. Yeah, like don't Rick just Flags death. squash him and like oh, meant Rick something. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, but he me. is he is only really killed off. So Bloodsport can become the leader, I guess. Yeah. But like the whole thing, that whole fight between all of those like where peacemakers trying to do his thing that was great because mm. i felt that actually was it corresponded to the motivation of the characters like peacemaker is someone who he keeps saying he will do anything to achieve peace yeah, so yeah. it makes sense that he would just turn and mm. literally maliciously kill all of them to possibly even achieve whatever he thinks is peace i thought all that bit was done great especially when bloodsport fucking shoots him in the neck yeah, because I um, don't know how what, they're getting this peacemaker peacemaker TV show, and judging by the end credits, it looks like it is going to be a sequel thing. Now. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but yeah, but judging by <clears throat> the last thing we saw of him, he is like not. I can't find anything sympathetic about him. 
towards him oh no i don't think he's gonna be the hero of this show like he's an absolute piece of shit yeah i know but <laughs> like it's because it's james gunn doing the show as well i feel like he's uh, yeah. you know he's he, he's gonna got he's he's got that tone again um yeah. john cena was great yeah he's, his, he's his good comedic timing is flawless um yeah, you should really stand out i think you should stick to doing comedy i think he's like he's one of these actors like he's very different to the rock where it's like he can actually like not take himself seriously. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel even when yeah. The Rock does comedy, he's like, it's about still, how big his arms are. He's like, I'm yeah. still cool. About how strong I, he is. I'm yeah. funny, but I'm cool. Whereas, like, but whereas John Cena is like, look at how ridiculous you yeah, are. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, yeah. look at that me. scene. I, I love his underpants. I was crying. And yeah, it just abs, why are you in like, your underwear? <laughs> his abs like protrude. Oh my God. This, he's I mean, so the, man, big. the man's a genetic freak. <laughs> Every time his arms in that little costume, I was the bigger than his head. I know we said this uh, when we reviewed Fast Nine as well, but it's just a, such a hilarious looking man. I love him. Yeah, I think brilliant. the standout for me in this was Ratcatcher Two. I thought My that favorite actress as well. was great, yeah. was and I'm so glad good, that yeah. she was able to win. But she beat Starro basically. Like, yeah, yeah, having rats is such a strong power. You that can do was anything. such a moment. I like. I'd never thought I'd get emotional watching rats climb up a big alien starfish. Oh, yeah. And I kept like, thinking, like... I, I kept thinking, if they kill Sebastian, I will, oh, I, I will riot. riot. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> at the end of the just Albus stroking him, I was like, I love crush that him. whole, just that yeah. whole arc of you know the rats. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was fantastic. I came home, I was like, I want a pet rat. <laughs> just people to pet. They look so cute. Um, a CGI one, preferably. Um. <laughs> Yeah, Ratcatcher was my favourite as well. Um, just, yeah, her growing bond with Bloodsport, their sort you know, surrogate father-daughter relationship, I thought was um, really quite powerful um, because we see his real, you know, his real daughter at the beginning of the film and how awful that relationship is. Oh, like and two somehow... minutes seat of them just screaming, fuck you. Yeah, that's <laughs> fuck <great>. you. <laughs> But through Ratcatcher, you know, he's going to, he'll better himself and hopefully, hopefully do better with his actual door. I thought that was, that was oh. really nice. Also, really Taika the... Waititi is Ratcatcher one. Yeah. Yeah, I was waiting the whole movie. I was like, he's yeah. in this movie somewhere. Uh, I was a little bit, I was a little bit disappointed that his role wasn't bigger, but then the moment he was in was really nice. It was. So, yeah, like, that moment on top like, of the, whatever, like that building. Yeah, however, tower, yeah. Nice how did they get up there? Yeah. Transported by rats. rats. Yeah. They... Loads of rat <laughs> steps. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we talked about Rick Flagg's death. That was the one that caught me off guard the most. Oh, uh, no, um, that was, that. I thought that was blindingly obvious the, second... the whole way through yeah the second the second that she says to Bloodsport she's like I'm going to make you a leader I was like well Rick Flagg is going to die oh, right. at some point in this film and I then when he so eventually did I was just like, like oh finally give him a personality and then well yeah because he's, uh, he's kill him off no, no one's very good in the first Suicide Squad movie no one's great in it um, no. our friend but, uh, drop Captain Boomerang Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about Captain Boomerang, yeah. Um, but I thought Joel Kinnaman. I really like Joel Kinnaman as an actor. Yeah, he's a good um, actor. He's just not in enough. I think that oh, yeah. RoboCop reboot sort of skewed a few yeah, like, definitely. things he was involved in. Um, but, but he's, he's in really it. good in this. 
He's in a great Swedish because he is Swedish, isn't he? Is he Swedish? Yeah. yeah. He's in a great Swedish film called Easy Money from like 2010 or nine when he's really young and it's like a Swedish gangster film. And mm. he's like, that's his best performance I've seen him in. And then obviously he was after that. Was he in The Killing, the old the yeah. Nordic crime show? Yeah, yeah. So um, he's got quite a f- good things under his belt. He just he's just never in anything. He's a better agent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, justice for Joel Kinnaman. Um, yeah, Jack we maybe we, a sister can become his agent. Are you talking to me? <laughs> well, I'm talking to the only person whose family member is an agent. I'm called oh, Jack. I didn't. I didn't hear you say my name. <laughs> I'll. I'll put him forward. Well, good word in for our boy. Um, what, yeah. what was worse about that as well is at the end when they were talking about like we found him in the rubble and his heart was still beating or whatever. Oh, I thought. I was like, I was like, oh, it's gonna be Rick Flag, and I was like, oh. heart still beating. They, he, John Cena yeah, put I know, like a but toilet I, but I thought maybe heart. because they specifically mentioned the heart, I was like somehow. Oh right. Yeah, I thought. I, I thought just like, going to be peacemaker. And I, was, I, was a bit, I was a bit gutted about it then. I thought. I think. Yeah, I thought it was going to be him because I don't know the comics, so I was like, oh, maybe like there's like a rendition where like Rick Flag is like, I don't know, superhuman, part fucking cyborg or something mental. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that you know, Rick Flag TV show. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we talked about. Um, so yeah, we got some returning cast members, obviously. So Rick Flag, Harley's not in it as much as I thought she would be. No, it's probably only in about like a third of the movie. Um, and then Jai Courtney, Captain Boomerang, yeah, gets killed off in five minutes. I was so yeah. gutted because his line, he's doing all the, the press. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, he's the, well, they all are, yeah. But his line in the with Pete Davidson is this thing a dog? He's like a dog. What kind of dog do you think it is, mate? I th- no matter how many times I see that, I think that's the funniest thing. <laughs> it's so obviously oh not a dog. Like... I think that's so funny. Yeah. Um, so I was I was so gutted when five minutes later they all got killed off. Like Flula got nothing to do. I know. I was good about it. I would have liked to see Who's that? Flula, uh, Flula Javelin. Javelin. Oh right. But I especially wanted. Yeah, I wanted but that more... was that that death was the funniest to me because that I was like, what's a man with a javelin funny. to do yeah. against guns? Nothing. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> he's, <getting> <laughs> he's so blown away. <laughs> oh we, uh, yeah, we got and um, Harley Quinn absolutely batters people with it. Oh yeah, uh, we got uh, Nathan Fillion as the detachable kid. Oh, that yeah. was that was funny. He's shooting his arms. <laughs> shooting his arms. He's just this armless body just doing. That. <laughs> Yeah, that so was it. Dumb. Michael Rooker as Savant was such a red herring. You oh, literally yeah, follow well, him start the first the movie like, with him, yeah. Ten minutes, <laughs> and he just um, he just fucking bails. Yeah, wanting more, wanting more Pete Davidson as well. Yeah, I was because yeah, I, I feel like if you're gonna kill off someone like Captain Boomerang, who's just like. He's a bit of a like a wind-up merchant, really. like he always. He's works. a fucking bogan. I feel like you need someone to like replace him, and I feel like Blackguard would have been a good replacement, especially because oh, yeah, at the start we had him that flashback with Idris Elba. You had him like, you know, dropping the the toilet paper in front of him. Yeah. I feel like having those two, yeah, together, kind of at each other's throats, like him winding them up all the time. Would have been. Yeah, but would he have been? Would he have been more annoying than? Well, the description of a wine merchant, that's what I'm thinking. His character was very annoying. And I was glad to see his face blown off in the first few minutes. <laughs> Quite graphically, his face literally yeah. got shot off. Good shot as well. They only shot once. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Mm. That's the thing about bad guys. When they need to hit someone, they hit it first go. The and, then, and then when and then yeah. <laughs> when they, when there's a hundred of them firing, they can never hit anything. Um 
let's talk about um, Bloodsport. Um, I was I, unfamiliar with Bloodsport from the comics, so this is like my first foray into that character. Um, such a cool idea of just like his suit is all his weapons. Yeah, and they're just sort so of like, detachable and like add on and stuff. And he's got the little slingshots on his wrist with the yeah, darts. I like, thought that was sick. At the end, when he keeps like ripping parts off of his suit to make that yeah. gun like bigger and bigger, I thought that was quite cool. Yeah, it was very cool. Um, I'm not oh, usually like a massive Idris Elba fan either. Like, I think he's okay, but I thought he was really good in this. Oh, he was great. Yeah. And if this movie's got a lead, it is Idris Elba for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's just, he needs more roles like this because he's so good. Yeah. You know, he's got that. He, he's got the tough leading man persona, but he's also really, like, really funny in some of these moments. Um, talking about funny though, we need to bring up King Shark, who's just—I know they want to be my best really, friend. They really dumbed him, like they dumbed him down, didn't they? Because I know in the well, comics yeah. he's he's like hyper intelligent, but then I think he's probably too powerful if he's like really intelligent. Well, exactly. Can't yeah. Just make him like, some can't... absolute. Dumb. Well, I feel, I feel like anything voiced by Sylvester Stallone can't portray hyper intelligence. I can't. I kind of love to have sat in that meeting with Sylvester Stallone, where he's played all these like you know, like he's played like you know he's Rocky Balboa. And you're like, yeah, we want you to voice a shark, a dumb shark. Yeah, yeah. but James James <laughs> Gunn is probably already friends with him because well, he's yeah, in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He, like he, I thought. What amazed me so much about this movie is, you know, how ridiculous and everything it gets. It's still got so much heart to it. Um, and I felt like just the, the little moments between Ratcatcher and King Shark um, were some of the best yeah. examples of that. Because, you know, King Shark is the stupidest character in this movie. It's a big talking shark with hands and shorts on. Yeah, but he's, yeah. he's absolutely ridiculous. I didn't realise he was going to be, like, completely bulletproof and stuff. No, oh, yeah. yeah, well, like, yeah. there's like four instances of the film where I was like, "Well, he's just died," but he just he just gets back. And up every time, I was like, yes, yes. he's been like, yeah, well, he's been around with the uh, Fast and Furious cast too much. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could you could tell going into it who like who is not going to die. Like you know, Idris Elba is not going to die. Harley Quinn, not yeah, they're gonna never going to die. I think Quinn. Harley Quinn. I think Harley Quinn's the only for sure. I was yeah. like, she's not no, going to die. I think I I. Like King Shark, they'll get so much fucking merchandising out of that. They won't kill him off. Hundred percent. I'm gonna buy loads. I, I love them. Loads of loads of King Sharks. Yeah, yeah. He's my new best Although, friend. I didn't expect Ratcatcher two to survive. I thought she was gonna die, but she yeah, she was like the best. She's that. Like, she's the, the heart of the movie. Yeah, I, she was I, I definitely thought she was gonna die when he turned to her and he was like, "I'm gonna get you out of here alive." I was like, <laughs> "Well, she's, I was like, <laughs> she's dead up. now. She is dead." But yeah, it was died. nice. She came out. I liked how they handled was it Amanda Waller is that her name in yeah, this yeah, one yeah. like in the last one doesn't she just you watched it last night doesn't she just blow away a whole team doesn't she yeah, kill them all right. at yeah, a so point the, the plot is like they go into Midway City to rescue Amanda Waller and as soon as they get there she just kills the whole office yeah. <laughs> well, in this one they knock her clean out and it doesn't seem there's any repercussions well you know I think she looks at them in the end and she's like oh, I mean they did save the world so like yeah can't can't really fault them for it. Um, yeah, I, I mean Viola Davis is great in anything, isn't she? She's so good, and she was like she was evil 
in this. Yeah, like she's not but she had something and she had something underneath that was like more human than the last the last like iteration in the David Ayer one though. Well, the yeah, David Ayer one, she was just evil there. and nothing else. Yeah, <laughs> she yeah, just, like, yeah, she did. Yeah, she. But in this one, it was like a few. She had a few layers to her. Yeah, for sure. Are they are they planning a sequel to this? Do you know, James Nothing's Gunn. Been... James Gunn has said he's doing more DC projects. Yeah, he signed on because yeah. but... when they. When you know, you know that whole thing when he got fired from Marvel, um, DC basically just came to him and said, "You can do whatever you want." I think they wanted him to do a Superman movie, but he said, "Give Hopefully, me the Suicide I'd Squad." I'd like him to do like a new Suicide Suicide Squad film with those people, but maybe like the ones who survived, but maybe not call it Suicide Squad, like call it something else, because then you haven't got to like actively kill them off just because yeah, it's called yeah. Suicide yeah, I get Squad. What you mean, yeah. Like, don't know, call it Bloodsport and the Gang. Bloodsport and the gang. <laughs> go see Bloodsport and the gang. That sounds great. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. They could do so many sequels to this, and I wouldn't complain. I think this is really good. Um, I mean, James Gunn's just one of the best people in the genre at the minute. Um, I didn't feel. I I thought when I was watching this, I was going to be like, oh, it's just Guardians of the Galaxy with blood. But I I thought they were very distinct. Yeah, it felt like a James Gunn. It did. felt like a James Gunn film. This yeah. felt more James Gunn than Guns Galaxy, I think. If you've seen yeah, yeah, like yeah. Super and yeah. so on, like yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. Anything else to say on the Suicide Squad? Mm. I think we've talked talked it out, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Reese, do you want to start us off with the ratings? Oh, I was hoping you wouldn't come to me first. <laughs> um, I'll I'll give it a four. I'll give it four. A four, Calvin. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna give it four out of five. I was expecting more of a like 4.5 but it did let me down in some sort of areas like the overuse of the title sequences mm. the whole harley quinn bit I, apart from the breakout scene that was great so just a few little things that i was a bit like uh you know i guess it can't be perfect though yeah jack well, can't but he didn't <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i'm going four as well um I I like I liked it. I I liked the, when at the beginning, basically, with the first fifteen minutes, like loads of them just straight up die. But I kind of would have liked to see a, like more of them fleshed out beforehand, mm-hmm. like to show us like the really fucking weird ones. But yeah, same as like you can't. Maybe we'll have to wait for the gun cut. <laughs> yeah, five hours. Yeah. Of He's adamant fu- that this is the gun cut. There's five no, hours yeah. of no Javelin's backstory. <laughs> I'd uh, watch it as well. Yeah, for sure. He tried shot. He tried shot puts, but it wasn't working. <laughs> <laughs> what the name wasn't as catchy. Yeah, you have to switch. Uh, yeah, he, was just, yeah. he was just doing the triple jump. <laughs> <laughs> he was jumping all over the shop. Uh, Only in sand, though. Only in sand. I'll give this a four point five. Um, rarely do you know, especially superhero movies, surprise me like this one did. Um, I was just really impressed by how much heart it maintained while still being just the most ridiculous thing. Uh, one of the most ridiculous things I've seen all year. Uh, so yeah, 4.5. Really, really like this. It doesn't quite reach the, the uh, 5 out of 5 that Fast 9 did. I forgot oh, you gave it a 5. <laughs> Clearly, um, John Cena's having a great year. <sighs> he's, got, he's got a 9.5 out of 10 for me so far. How are we going to get to Dune and be like, ah, oh, it was 1? 
Just to but piss Calvin John off. Cena. <laughs> yeah, John Cena's not in it. I don't want to watch it. John, I'm John not even going to bother. John Cena is Paul Atreides. <laughs> <laughs> He's bigger than Jason Momoa. He's bigger than probably everybody in that film. He won't be able to fit in any of the ships. No. Maybe fly his own. <laughs> Yeah, he, he, plays, he plays the sandworm. Yeah, he just he just come up right in one of them at one point. <laughs> in his peacemaker outfit. Have you seen that? He's been wearing that costume everywhere. He wore it on Jimmy Kimmel, didn't he? He wore it on Jimmy Kimmel. He's worn it in all the press. He's worn it. He wore it on the red carpet. I said, I said well, yeah, I guess it's just a helmet and a fucking t-shirt, essentially. Yeah, I mean, it know. does look fucking ridiculous, though, doesn't it? It is right. funny. I love his commitment to it. The Rock would never do that. No. Shape up but, rock. Yeah. John Cena's John Cena, oh, I love that man. Ever since I watched that film Blockers, he is he's oh. so oh, he's so funny. Shoved a 40 with my butt. He's in I that he's in another film soon, isn't he? Isn't it called like Vacation Friends or something? Oh yeah. I'm not sure. But uh, him and I, and he's like, I just choked a 40 with my asshole. <laughs> that, that is the comedic performance of that year. So fucking good. Him in Trainwreck, though, when he's just finished having sex with Amy Schumer, and he's just ha- he's just hanging the flannel on his dick, drink, chugging all that water. Yeah. The boys is... make the noise. Going to fill you with a green drink. <laughs> yeah. It's, he just knows what he is, and that's yeah. fucking great. He's Whereas brilliant. The Rock, the rock if The Rock was in that, well, he wouldn't, first of all, he wouldn't let you almost fucking kill him. He'd probably bounce, what a, he'd probably bounce Bloodsport's bullet off his chest back into his head. <laughs> fucking stupid, it's ridiculous. There was rumours at one point of there being a Suicide Squad versus Black Adam movie. Well, they'd all die, oh, that's they? good. That's just going <clears> to <throat> boost his ego, isn't it? I, no, I don't want that. Yeah, I mean, we'll, well see. Like, we'll see how Black Adam is. So maybe he tries to do something different in that. I've, where yeah. he's he's hyped he's hyping Black Adam up more than any other movies he's ever made. Because he got cast in it about twenty five fucking years ago. It, I think he signed on for ages. that in like two thousand and nine. It was like <laughs> I think it was like a fan thing beforehand, wasn't it? It's like a yeah, fan probably, casting. yeah, yeah. Just because he looks like him, and then yeah, he took it and ran with it. Doesn't um, even look like him that much. <laughs> Black Adam's also got hair. Oh, he does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. The Rock looks nothing like Black Adam. Yeah. Right, uh, that's the show for today, guys. Uh, make sure to head to Twitter and follow us at Keeping It Real UK, and they can find links to our all our streaming platforms. Um, evidently, we haven't figured out a recording schedule, so um, we could see you next week. We could see you in four years. I don't know, but until that time, keep it real. Oh, we haven't quite reached four years. Oh, you, ruined, you just ruined his. You edition. ruined my keep it real. <laughs> well, I think, uh, well, yeah, I, I was scary. Look, look at you in your tiny look at pillow, him leaning back, <laughs> doing all the work. Doing all the work. You, you, I just, I'm just you. Fair, fair. I wonder how. <laughs>